Hi, I'm Brittany Hoffman. And I'm Madeline Fitz. Welcome to Shifting Ears, the internal podcast that we're starting here at Valley Metro. Talking about all things transit, transportation, and everything you need to know about the agency, behind the scenes, and some upfront stuff you may not know about. Brittany, apps are a big topic of discussion here at Valley Metro recently. Why is that? Because we're launching a new app this summer. We're so excited about the new app. But did you know we already have an Alert VM app? What? Actually, yes, I did know because I work on the communications team and several of our colleagues on the communications team actually manage the Alert VM app. So we actually get a pretty good look at what goes on with that app all the time. Can you tell us what Alert VM app is? I could, but we actually have a special guest here who can do a much better job because she works on this app all the time. Hi, everyone. I'm Taylor Dunn. I'm a lead operations communication specialist at Valley Metro. Not only is Taylor part of the Alert VM team, but Taylor's also part of our podcast team. She sets up our interviews, makes sure that Maddie and I sound great. So she's definitely a huge help to our team. Taylor, take us back to the Alert VM app. I know you've been here at Valley Metro a couple years, so you were here pretty much when we first got the app, right? Yes, back in November of 2018. So what was it like when you were rolling it out for the first time and starting to manage some of those alerts coming in? It seemed pretty seamless on our end. I think any difficulties that we had in the beginning were usually like in keeping track of the reports because the app itself had their own analytics system. And what we wanted to keep track of was a little bit different than what they were keeping track of. So we kind of had to create a reporting system on our end, which we didn't have planned in the beginning. So when you talk about reporting system, you're receiving the text messages or the alerts that come in from all of our light rail riders, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So then what happens once they send an alert to you? Right when we receive it, well, usually on their end, they can pick a category for whatever the incident is that they're reporting. So there's categories like comment or complaint, wellness checks. They can report things like maintenance issues. So we get it on our end already categorized. And what we do is right away we respond and try to get, if there's not an accurate amount of information that we need, if there's not as much detail as we need, we'll respond back and just ask for like basic information that will help us get people or our security team to respond quickly. Like the train car number, a description of, you know, anybody involved. If it's a maintenance issue, we want the ticket vending machine number. And then we We'll let the correct department know what's happening, and we send somebody out to respond immediately. So now that we've had this app, I guess, two and a half years, do we know how many people have downloaded it? Um, We actually have 8,319 installations. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We're almost at 10K. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. New goal. By the time our new app comes out in the summer, let's try and get to 10K for Alert VM. Okay, write it down. (laughs) (laughs) And about how many of these alerts or reports do you and the OCS team respond to in an average day? An average day can vary. It really depends if it's a weekday or weekend. But I would say we've been averaging about right now 50 or so a week, not a day. 50 a week. Yeah. 
So you could get, we could get like about 10 a day, I would say, on average. Since the pandemic, have you seen an increase in incidents or an increase in usership or, you know, how has the pandemic affected you guys? We've actually seen a de- decrease. So those numbers I just gave you would be more of like probably on an average day normally, we would get double that. I'm trying to do a little bit of math here, which I'm not very strong at. But let's just say 50 notifications a week for two and a half years, 50-ish weeks in a year. That's a lot of notifications. Are there any that really stand out in your mind as like funny or memorable or you happen to have an interesting conversation with a writer as you were talking back and forth about an incident? One I thought just was kind of uh, funny because the person reported an incident and uh, reported it as like disruptive behavior. They sent in the notification and let us know that there was an issue on the light rail. And so I asked them for more detail and they said, somebody's being rude to me. I asked for more clarification in detail and it just seemed like they didn't like the person's attitude or something towards them. That kind of stood out as funny, but there's nothing really that we can do in an incident like that. So basically what we tell somebody if we get some uh, a notification like that is just, you know, you might want to move to another rail car. But that, so that kind of stuck out as one of the unique notifications that we received. Obviously, we could sit here and talk and reminisce about light rail stories all day, but on the OCS team, there's lots of team members, and we love hearing from them and getting their experience behind the Alert VM app. My name is Denny, and I'm an operations communication specialist in the operations communications center of Valley Metro. Our main handle down here is the Alert Valley Metro app. I started December 2018 when they first started rolling out the Alert Valley Metro app to help with issues along the light rail. I call it 911 for light rail because it's a lot like taking those kinds of issues that I handled at Phoenix Police and taking care of the rail. So you just alluded to something very interesting in your background that Brittany and I know you used to work as an operator for 911 for the Phoenix Police Department. So how long were you in that job? I worked at Phoenix Police from 1979 to 2018 when I retired. And uh, I worked mainly radio, the main, you know, the radio dispatch side of it where I dispatched officers on the calls. But for a while, when we first had 911 come online, I did uh, train in that department and I would handle 911 calls at the time. But most of my time was spent over in radio. Denny, so what did you take from all of your experience with Phoenix PD and really utilize here with Alert Valley Metro? Well, with my training that I received at Phoenix PD, it uh, has really allowed me to help out our writers in the fact that, you know, I know what kind of questions to ask so I can kind of triage the what's going on and who we need to contact. You know, if we've got a situation going on where there's somebody that's ill, then uh, I can get the basic information to help out security because they will be the ones that will be calling the fire department. You know, if it's something else, a trespasser, then I get the information and they can turn around and call the Phoenix police and get them started on it as well. So for our writers, they may not know when they're just talking into their app, there is an actual human person behind the scenes helping with their requests 24-7. So will you take us through what a typical day or a typical shift looks like for you? We come in, we sit, we can check emails. We've got our Alert Valley Metro dialed up. We watch that for people that are 
having a problem, there's a little ding type of noise that goes off, gets our attention, and we will respond to whatever their complaint is. So whatever we're doing at the time, we kind of drop that and go to the app to see what somebody needs help with. And then if we have extra time during the day, uh, we write blogs, we go through our emails, try to help out in whatever way we can. And I know, Denny, you actually helped me over the weekend by alerting me to information about single tracking. So obviously you guys are in the operations control center. So you are behind the scenes getting all of that information in real time. And so what is that like kind of during the rush of certain situations or, you know, different times you're doing single tracking or different events? What's that like? In what's the atmosphere in there? Well, sometimes it gets crazy. You know, if we end up with a car stuck on the alignment and we have to go around them, we have a setup here where we can make platform announcements while that whole situation is going on. We can notify them of delays by the Alert Valley Metro app, which we also have alerts in there where like when we had that heavy rail that fell off the thing in Tempe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> when, we remember. Yeah, when that one, co- <laughs> yeah, when it collapsed, we had that going on. And so, you know, we had to do a lot down here, but we do let people know what's going on. We've got the alert Valley Metro app that we will send alerts on if it's going to be a lengthy delay, like usually over 20, 25 minutes, we'll put out an alert that, you know, the trains are going to be delayed on the app so people can go there if they're looking to see why the train's late. We also have our Twitter accounts, which we will post there if the train's late and the platform announcement. So it's it's really trying to let all of our writers know that if there is a problem out there that this is going on, that, you know, we've, we're going to have buses that will, what we call bus bridges, pick you up from point A, take you to point B. So what would you say is the most fun thing or the thing that you like the most about your job? Boy, the whole thing. It's been a great job here at Valley Metro. I love doing this. It's, you know, up my alley on what I've done before. But I mean, just everything in the whole package, the whole package is what I like. I like all the people that I work with. Everybody at Valley Metro has been great. I like helping people. I think maybe that's the biggest thing is being able to help our writers when something like that happens and trying to help them get a a quick way around whatever the issue is at the time. Denny, what would you say is your most either interesting or kind of off-the-wall alert VM that you've received? There's a pig on board. (laughs) Was it a small pig or a big pig? No, this was a big one. This was probably a 70-pounder. And uh, so I, I, you know, that was just after I started down here and I I was getting a call of a pig on board. And so I had to, I called uh, security and I said, yeah, we're getting a report of a pig on board. And they said, oh, that's a therapy pig. He's allowed. So (laughs) after that, every time I saw the pig on board, you know, I knew I didn't need to let security know because they already checked on that one and he was a therapy pig. So he was cleared to go. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty funny. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Well, speaking of pets, I know that you are a dog lover and you have several dogs. Will you tell us a little bit about your dogs and how you're involved in like the animal community here in Phoenix? Well, uh, years ago, my parents got a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, wonderful little dogs. And so that kind of led me down that path. I went to the pound in 2001, and my girlfriend was looking for a cat, so I tagged along, and I found 
two Cavaliers that had been dumped at the pound. We figured they were probably a breeder pair because one of the biggest health issues with Cavaliers is bad hearts. And both mm. these guys had the bad hearts. They figured they were about eight years old at the time. And I had uh, the boy for almost three years and the girl for almost three and a half when I lost them. But that kind of started me on the road to Cavalier Rescue. So I started doing Cavalier Rescue back in like 2006 with one of the national breed clubs. Then we kind of branched out and we started doing our own rescue here. We don't get that many out here, but I ended up amassing, well, I've got five now. Well, I'm sure after a busy day and a kind of a hectic day in the office, it's nice to come home to them and have their smiling faces and all the puppy love. So They are wonderful, wonderful little creatures. So Denny, you also mentioned that the OCS staff writes blogs. So can you give us an idea of what some of your blogs are and maybe how you get the content for them? Well, I'm not a writer by trade, <laughs> so it's it. that's been kind of one of the more difficult job duties down here. I was looking through, somebody in Valley Metro sends out that monthly uh, days of calendar, and I've used that a couple of times for inspiration. One was dress up your dog day, and one of my Facebook friends, she's got Cavaliers, she buys all these adorable little outfits for these dogs, and so I immediately thought of Tracy and asked her if I could use one of her pictures with uh, Harper Madison and and an adorable little dress. So I I wrote the, today is dress up your dog day, you know, love your dogs, but unfortunately pets are not allowed on Valley Metro unless, you know, you've got them contained in a carrier. So I kind of put, tried to put them in together with our, you know, right and wrong behavior on the light rail. Wow, that's a very clever segue and a way to bring in something you love in your personal life into your job. That's so fun. Oh, and I did one on Nacho Day, National Nacho Day, you know, and that food's not allowed on Valley Metro trains. So (laughs) keep it in the bag until you get it home. So it's just trying to find the inspiration out there, you know, because like I said, that does not come easy to me. (laughs) So you could say it's Nacho Place to eat your nachos on Valley Metro. (laughs) Very good, yes. (laughs) Very good. Oh, there you go. (laughs) There's the cheesy line of the day. (laughs) That's the end of the podcast. There are so many interesting things that I didn't know about Alert VM and Denny because there was one time on the train I almost used Alert VM because I saw a little chihuahua hanging out on this guy's shoulder. Turns out he's a service dog and he had his own badge for work. So now I kind of want to find the pig on the train. But obviously, you know, can't run into them every day. If you want to learn more about Alert VM, you can download it on the Apple Store or Google Play, or you can find out more information on our website. And don't forget, most importantly, we would love to hear your ideas for our podcast. So please send those submissions to podcast at valleymetro.org. For Valley Metro, I'm Madeline. I'm Brittany. I'm Taylor. Thanks for riding with us. We'll meet you at the next stop.